This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And running its episode number five of the Rosie Report, Spring Training Edition. Great to have you with us, Jim Rosenhouse, along with you as we recap Thursday's action in Goodyear. And in just a little bit, we will also hear from Guardians first baseman Bobby Bradley. His thoughts as the spring has begun, and he kind of earned that first base job on a regular basis. Yesterday, Thursday, in Goodyear, a 3-2 loss for the Guardians against the Mariners. But a lot of good things to take away from the game. Cal Quantrill, he started, worked two hitless innings, uh, one, two, three innings for Quantrill. And uh, also some good pitching from Justin Garza and Alex Young as they bid for bullpen spots with a pair of scoreless frames. And on the plus side offensively, Daniel Jensen with a home run, keying the offensive attack for the Guardians. After the game, Quantrill talked about his two perfect innings. Yeah, I think commanding the strike zone, pounding the strike zone. Um, I think uh, this or this like these first two innings for me, a lot of times it's just about reminding yourself like what it's supposed to look like. You know, it's, I feel, you know, it's only been a couple months, it feels like it's been a year. It's like getting into some of the sequences we like to throw, executing a couple of points favorite pitches, if you can mix in one of your second or third pitches and land it, that's a bonus. But for me, it's about can I, can I see the strengths and can I throw strikes. That's Cal Quantrill after two scoreless innings for the Guardians. Guardians manager Terry Francona also had these thoughts after the game. Good. I thought he was real good. Um, I thought he threw all his pitches through some good kind of cutter, slider, whatever you want to call them. I thought, I thought good, good. Encourage, I mean, I say encouraging. I mean, we were already encouraged, but it looked looked like Cal. Will come in okay after that? And say it again. W- did Will come in okay after that in the corner, Benson? Yes. Yes. He almost killed himself a couple times. Yeah, well, it's hard to see from where we are. Like, we get the worst view of that. Can you see a difference in uh, Quantrill compared to this year to last year? Uh, attitude or just not? Not as attitude is great. Um, it always has been. Uh, he just had a bad spring, and sometimes at a point in your career when you haven't maybe done it repetitively, you don't get the benefit of the doubt. He could have that same spring. He's starting, you know, and he deserves it. It's, it's just part that's kind of comes with the territory. What do you think of the guys that came after Cal today? I thought uh, Hentges' second inning, even though he didn't finish, I thought it was better. I thought he threw the ball better in the second inning. Um, still, you know, he wants to elevate at times and he's kind of still down in the zone on, on a few swings where he could probably get some swing and miss. Um, Garza, he, he, he didn't elevate one fastball and he paid for it. But other, they threw some good change-ups and a cut, a couple good cutters. 
know you're still trying to learn some of these younger guys that yes. you haven't had a lot of time to see. Juan today showed it a little bit. What, what have you seen of him so far defensively, especially? You know, and, and, and so easy for us to forget. Like, like the other day, you know, he didn't have his glasses on or whatever. It's, okay, if I think think back, this is his first major league camp. There's probably he's probably got a few things going through his head. That was a terrific catch. You know, we so we I just don't I want to find that happy medium where we help him along, but, but doesn't feel like we're picking at every single thing he does. That's why I actually talked to him about it the other day. So I'm like, hey man, you know, we we got to get to know you. We got to find out. You know, I would prefer to let you go play as opposed to tell you go from point A to point B to point C. To, you know. I said, but I got, you got to let me ask. That's Guardians manager Terry Francona. Well, as we head closer to opening day, less than two weeks remaining in spring training already with this shortened spring, the uh, roster starting to take shape, lineups, things like that. Looks like Bobby Bradley has a good chance to see a lot of playing time at first base after an impressive stretch a season ago, really his first extended time in the major leagues. We had a chance to catch up with him earlier this spring and here are some of his thoughts. All right, Bobby, uh, coming off uh, really that first full major league season, and, and when you had a chance to look back on it, what did you think uh, in terms of, of your progress and how it went? Uh, just extremely grateful and blessed for the opportunity, and you know, just looking back at it, just uh, there's definitely things, areas to improve on, but there was also areas that I thought like went really well, and just for being my first year, and you know, just trying not to put too much pressure on myself and things like that. And I mean, it's going to be even better this year. Yeah, it's interesting because you got off to that hot start, and then you you struggled for a bit. And mm-hmm. it seems like that's the most important thing is how you deal with the the tough times in this game. Right. And how do you think you came through that at the end? Uh, is I came out a better person for learning how to deal with it then, and like so now moving forward, it's like not so much looking at like myself or like my own stats or like if I like strike out or do this, but is it, did I help the team do this? Or like, did I get this certain situation handled? And just looking at it that way and looking at it as a team aspect versus like a me aspect. And along those lines, you, at the end of this time a year ago, you were having a really good spring, but did not make the club coming out of spring training. It seemed like you handled that very well so that you were prepared when you did get the call. What was the key there, you think? Uh, just, you know, just telling myself that nothing's going to happen when I want it to happen. That, you know, just we just got to wait on God's timing and, you know, not try to force anything, but just be grateful for every day and just get out there and have fun. Did the message from the, the coaching staff and, and Terry Francona, was that helpful in any way at that time? Or, or were you, was it just a difficult time? Uh, like, right like when it first happened, it was... It was very difficult. I mean, like, even though you got people telling you, like, hey, it's, like, nothing, like, not your fault, like, things like that, it's still just kind of like, yeah, but why? Like, you know, like, you always, it's just, like, a big why, but I just looked at it as, like, an opportunity to, like, mature and things like that and just get a better mindset about life in general. So you get called up and, and you get off to a real nice start. What was that like, that that whirlwind of your first time in the major leagues and you're doing well yeah it's exhilarating oh some of the best times ever I mean just one just being out there with the guys again and just joking around being around the clubhouse having fun but just getting out there and just being able to do what I love in front of the fans and for Cleveland I mean it's just the best 
so if the season closes and then you get to go home for a little bit and you spent a lot of time at home yeah um why is that important to, to get back there to the louisiana mississippi area for you? Well, it's just you know getting back to the basics back to where i grew up you know just back to familiar surroundings you know just surrounding myself with things like that to just try to get just my mindset you know just back to how it was like when I was younger when I was a kid just playing baseball you know 12 you all-stars you traveling here and there you start playing travel ball as you get older things like that and it's just like when you're not looking at baseball as like a business or you know this and that but like you're just a kid and just going out and you see a ball and you swing at it you know and just and have fun you don't think about all the logistics of everything else but you just get out there and you're just you and you have fun and I feel like just being back home like brings me back to that place. Obviously, you you train and, and get ready for a new season. But uh, we were talking earlier. There's a lot of different things you do to relax, and, including fishing and maybe some other stuff. And oh yeah, uh, fishing. What's it sure. like where where you live? What is that like? What do you what are you seeing? And and what are you pulling out of the water? Like you, you like hop on a boat and go out. You know, out in the Gulf a little bit. You can go out and catch you some reds and little red snappers or. On the way out, you'll catch some jackfish, you know, every now and then you'll take a big trip. We'll go out, way out, like 90 miles out or so. We'll be out by the oil rigs and we'll go uh, for yellowfin tuna and we'll spend like a night out there and, and like try to catch them in the mornings. Hard to come back here and then get ready for a season or are you really, is it balanced by looking forward to it? it I was like, it was fun, like doing all of that. But like, by the time Feb one rolled around, I was like, all right, it's, it's time to go. Like, I'm I'm ready to play. Like, I'm getting anxious again. Like, I was ready to move back out here and just get going. We've talked to a lot of pitchers about some of the challenges they have with the shorter spring and uh, building up and not knowing when it was going to start. From a hitter standpoint, what, what did you do during that limbo time where you didn't really know when spring was going to start to at least be sharp when you got here? Uh, I mean, it wasn't uh, much we could do down there because a lot of the guys, um, as soon as the uh, facilities opened up uh, in uh, Florida and out here for us to like go to and use, they were gone. And I hadn't made plans and stuff that quick. But I mean, I, there was a guy, uh, Travis Swaggerty from the Pirates, uh, lives down there too. And uh, we would uh, just hit with each other, you know, feed each other off the machines, things like that. Just trying to see some velo because we don't have those live arms and things like that. So you, you head into this season, you, you have a, a good solid stretch in, in your first year in the big leagues. What are you working on this spring, first offensively, to, to become a, a more complete offensive player? Well, just that consistent approach. And uh, like I was saying, like when there's nobody on base, like treating it like there's runners in scoring position, kind of like lock myself in like a little bit more and just, you know, focus. And versus like sometimes when um, there's nobody on, I tend to want to get big and try to like drive the ball out of the yard like too much versus let's just get on base let's let the next guy like do it and just get those going and defensively um what you learned last summer and, and and what can you do this spring to to even build on that just uh always expect the ball like even if it's not coming to you just always being ready always being on the toes and just keeping those feet moving for sure when you look around that clubhouse it's a young team and, and you're part of that youth uh nice to be in that situation where there, there's a lot of guys in a similar spot oh yeah I mean whenever I mean just everybody's coming in we don't have too many vets but I mean the vets that we do have they're they're great leaders and 
all of us like look up to those guys and you know the way we all mesh together it's like we don't even know how much service time anybody has like when we're out on the field because like we all just like click so well together. That's Guardians first baseman Bobby Bradley and I'll do it for this edition of the Rosie Report spring training edition. We're off on the weekend but you can get all your news and interviews on Guardians Weekly that'll carry you through the weekend and we'll be back with another episode on Monday. Thanks as always to Bart Swain, Austin Contrulis, and Court Ferry Tripp from Indians PR. Until Monday, I'm Jim Rosenhouse. Thanks so much for listening to and downloading the Rosie Report. <laughs>